It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. And now, it's time to talk telly with the best TV trio since Anton Deck dished Bruce. It's time for Luke, for Luke Gary, Gary and Matt with the Custard TV Podcast. It is the Custard TV Podcast, the official podcast for that their website, thecustardtv.com, home of the latest TV news, reviews and interviews. I'm Luke, runner of the site. Joined as ever by my friends, in a way, uh, Gary. Hello. Howdy, partner. That's that's because it's the Fourth of July. Oh, I thought it was because you'd had a tiny stroke. <laughs> and uh, hello to <laughs> Matt as well. <laughs> hello. <laughs> I live in Britain. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now, I'm uh, celebrating our cousins across the pond. Uh, Matt and Gary don't know this. Uh-oh. Uh but bec- because today it, um is the 4th of July we're recording this live on the 4th of July. Uh is it's Independence Day the 4th of July. Yes. So bearing in mind that it's Independence Day, are you being attacked by aliens? No, I am they don't know this and they won't know this. But I'm doing the podcast on my own. Oh. You know, it's time I stood on my own two feet independently. And uh, I'm just saying goodbye to you now. Thanks for your help, though. I really appreciate it. We're done okay, the podcast, Matt. That yeah. delete all the work you just did on the document, and we're off, yeah. <laughs> down the pole. Okay. Yeah. See Take you there care. In a right. Bye. Okay. Now that they've gone, I can concentrate more on the latest um, TV news, reviews, and interviews. If you want to get in touch with me or any of us uh, on Twitter, it's @linkcustomtv. <laughs> Or you can go via Facebook as well, uh, where you can find us. Or, if you'd rather, you can uh, Z-box the us as well. The message that you have contacted is not available at the moment. Please leave a message. Beep! Okay, here's the latest news that we know of at the moment. Uh, BBC Two have announced a string of new dramas. The Honourable Woman is going to be starring Maggie Gyllenhaal. It's as fast-paced labyrinthine drama, that's why I need them, because I can't say labyrinthine, <laughs> uh, filming in July. Also, a new spy drama called Legacy will star Romel Agari. I've not made this easy for myself. This no, week. you picked all and the difficult names first. <laughs> yeah. Andrew Cox and... Char- uh, no, Andrew Scott and Charlie Cox. Thank you. And Andrew, uh, Scott Gary. Mori- Andrew Scott is Moriarty, wasn't he, in, in Sherlock? Mm. Yes. Uh, yeah! Romel- and, and Romel Agari was uh, Belle in the oh, hour. Yes, in the hour. 
Um, right, also worth a mention is a brand new drama from BBC Two again, The Wipers Time, starring Ben Chaplin and Amelia Fox, written by Ian Hislop of Have I Got News For You fame. Um, tons of commissions actually, it's, it's a really interesting time. Yeah. There's Under, not much on TV. Under a Woman is Hugo Blick, isn't it, as well, with the shadow line. Yeah, oh, well, we'll that'll see. Be worth watching then, so straight we will see. Um, so that's that. There's lots uh, of all... new stories about legacy, isn't there? Although BBC Two and cr- spy drama after Hunted, I'm a little, I'm a little wary. Well, they didn't do it's Hunted. BBC, BBC One. one oh, it's BBC One, hunted. but okay, BBC and but... Spy, I'm a little wary. Of. Yeah. Uh, Sky Living uh, to show the recently axed US drama from Fox, The Mob Doctor. I'm always curious what these channels think when they buy a show and then it's axed. I well, mean, I, I, I think we're more into the time here that they've bought something to fill a schedule. I don't think they bought it before it was cancelled. No. I think they it's bought it since it's one of la- It's one of last year's, isn't it? So, they, yeah. you know, they would have known in advance, probably. I, I think they've bought it just knowing that they've got a couple of, you know, 13 weeks to, to fill or something. One bucking the trend, though, a, another cancelled US drama, and this is the way that TV direction seems to be heading. Uh, Love Film have picked up a former uh, cancelled drama in the form of the WBs, or what they don't call the WB anymore, the CW, thank you, called uh, Emily Owens MD, which I remember seeing the trailers for before I left America. It did look horrendous. It did, yeah, I remember that. And was cancelled pretty quick. Reese fans to appear in Elementary as uh, Sherlock's brother Mycroft. ITV announced recently they have recommissioned their elderly comedy prank show off their rockers, Why? but that they will not show a brand new Carol Vorderman game show called Revolution. It's been acted before we've even seen it. Shame they didn't do the same with the show we'll talk about later with singing celebrities. Just a quick um, on this one. Um, obviously, the ITV, you know, we don't pay for that. It's paid for by advertising, but... This is the second show in two weeks which we've heard mm. about that they've cancelled before it even airs. That the other they one made. was ITV2, wasn't it? So it was yeah, the, but... This is the even, main. Yeah, this is the first one on the main channel, but... I mean, if the BBC did this, there'd be some sort of internal investigation, wouldn't there? About a waste of money. I don't know. Really? Carol Vorderman and a quiz show. Uh, Although, I suppose you've got Tipping Point, and that hasn't been cancelled yet, so how bad could a revolution... Well, that, that's now getting the celebrity special treatment, yeah. isn't it? Sorry. Also, um, Ronnie Corbett is back on BBC One to host a new Saturday night, we presume, uh, entertainment the show. The Win Prizes sort of, sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but they've given it a snappier title than that, Ronnie's Pedigree Pals. Uh, presumably because some of the dogs are ha- the same have size they approached, as Ronnie. Um, both the advertisers of Pals and Pedigree Chum about that, do you think? I doubt they have on oh, the BBC. I doubt they have. Uh, another act that we kind of saw coming, BBC Three's bizarre sitcom... Uh, I just completely... Oh, oh way to go, sorry. I'm going to say on the way out. Way to go, uh, starring Blake Harrison of uh, The Inbetweeners. And they've also axed uh, Richard Hammond's Secret Service, which was horrendous at the start of the year. And we just hope that uh, Animal Antics, which was on alongside it, is also going to go down that route as well. Uh, on the commissioning and returning side of things, Youngers, the E4 
comedy drama that was too cool for us. We didn't even understand what they were saying. Don't even Gary know who the younger is. Gary like. Gary. Yeah, I'm, I'm, down, well, I'm down with you. Yeah, but you're... you're, um, it's your, you're it's your, it's, it was shot around your manor, wasn't it, Gary? It was. It's in my hood, man. Yeah, well, um, you've it, got... It was whack. Let's just let that sink in. Yeah. What let, just happened. Let, let it go. A bit like Nick Hewer last night telling that it's time to smash it. Yeah. Yeah, she will, as they say. That was Bill, yeah. Smash it. Smash it. That was quite worrying. Uh, a new channel that you might be excited about, uh, UK TV Drama, is coming to Sky it's drama, Freeview. It's drama, isn't it? It's just called Drama. Yeah, but it's part of the UK TV family, Matt. Yeah, but they didn't Don't have UK TV Drama previously. Again. They did, that's why I confused myself saying it. Um, it starts on the 8th of July, and we already know the lineup will feature... James Nesbitt crime drama Murphy's Law, popular Sunday night drama called The Midwife, and one of our favourites, Silk, which, as far as I'm aware, has yet to be repeated on any channel yeah. from the start. Mm. So um, that, That's well, a good pick-up for them. And there's also, like, Jonathan Creek, isn't there, and stuff like that. And, and there's a lot of things that so Alibi what? show, like New Tricks mm. and things like that. that and BBC... You know yeah. what? BBC One should show more New Tricks. We don't see it. No, I know, I know. It's good, it's good. It's it getting does make repeated. me think... It, there was a rumour a while ago that Alibi might get that free view slot, um, which would have been great for me because there's a lot of stuff on for Alibi that I used to like, uh, Risley and Isles, Castle, things like that. Uh, but um, it looks like the, they've gone down this route, which I was a little bit disappointed. But there is going to be quite a bit of crossover. Yeah, they were showing quite a lot of this on yesterday, I think. So I think that's what they've. Ah, yesterday's right. Yesterday's like a history channel, isn't it? And I think they were showing quite a lot of like drama and comedy on yesterday. So I think they moved. I'm pretty sure New Tricks was on there, definitely. So yes, you, I think. And when did you see this? Yesterday. Oh right. <laughs> really? Just, just <laughs> clarifying. Did you, it. did you watch it? And then I got a bit of Dave Javu. Oh well done. <laughs> um, Luke's yeah, favourite channel. Classic comedy. Uh, Sky One um, head Stuart Murphy spoke recently and said the channel wants to move away from its previous guys and buy in less US imports and focus more on their own dramas and comedies, specifically saying they want their own star-led sitcom a la Miranda not going out, those sort of things, so we'll see. Skype, drama and comedy. To, they're looking for another Miranda, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Could they take the Miranda we have at the moment and just, you know, put her on a channel that no one gets? <laughs> Why do you hate Miranda so much? Do you actually yeah, hate Miranda or the show? I, it's both. It's, I just don't find her funny. Oh, look at me. I've fallen over. Oh, you haven't. Like you've sort of got oh, some, sort, it's some sort of oh, blood right. feud with Miranda. You seem to really hate her. I think it's fantastic that you... That you've got a you know a feud going it's important, on. It's important to you know to keep life going. And if having a blood feud gets you out of bed every morning, then <laughs> so be it. God, you are so from youngers. Yeah, man. Don't I plow, plow, plow? Don't. Yeah. Oh, she's been dissing listen. you. But yeah, she's been dissing my hood. Um, God, you need to change your hood occasionally. Well, yeah. Um, Sky Living, oddly enough, have also announced a Drama Matters series that's going to consist of five separate pilots. Lawless will star Saran Jones and is written by Chris Coghill. It's a, it's uh, the Psychopath joke. next. Door will will start Anna Friel. I like Anna Friel. We don't, I don't see enough. Actually, of her. Lawless. I don't think is written by Chris Coghill. 
I think that's wrong. Well, then why did you put that? I didn't. I think it was Gary. Yeah, I did. Oh, I, I got it from a This Todd Hill is a co-star. I believe it's written by someone who did some work on Torchwood. Oh, well, Chris Cockle is a writer it. on EastEnders, so... No, he, he used to be in EastEnders. <laughs> I thought he was also a writer. <laughs> I, 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 that, was, that was from an official Sky Living Okay, well, so. well, 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 we don't claim to know anything about television on this podcast. No. Uh, the Last Witch um, is written by Sally Wainwright and oddly stars the uh, star of her latest series, Last Tango in Halifax, in the form of Anne Reid. Uh, talking to the Dead... Stars Russell Tovey and Keith Allen. Uh, Rubenesque by Annie Griffin, Griffin. Stars Freema Agman, who I've never been able to say her name. And, and it's also got the uh, Scott, the goalkeeper of the Scottish ladies football team in, apparently. Of course it has. And uh, while we're talking about Sally Wainwright, Series 2 of Last Tango in Halifax started filming today. And there's a few pictures floating C- around. Could I just go back Twitter. to the drama thing very quickly? Um, you may, Gary, take us back much. where we've just been. Indeed. The, do you think this is a good idea of Sky Living? I mean, you know, this is similar to what Channel Channel 4 used to do. They used to put out some comedy pilots. I think things like uh, the phone shop and stuff like that yeah. got commissions yeah, out true. of that kind of thing. Uh, do you think, I mean, in light of what we thought about earlier about Sky not wanting to buy in so many US imports, they could find that one of these could really work. Yeah, and then I they think they should. It. They're thinking about, t- is it, I think it's The Psychopath Next Door, I think they're already uh, talking I already about love the title. Taking, I that, already to, love the taking title. that to series, I think. I mean, Lawless is Saran Jones as a judge, so I think that could, you know... Legal series do quite well. Yeah, there, there, there was but, an American but, show with the uh, where where the lady was where the female lead was a judge. That was judging I Amy. Yeah, that was it. Well Good, done. Uh, judge that, Judy is also um, technically that's a a, not a drama. Show. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the title of Talking to the Dead. It's too much like Walking. I think that's dead, uh, I think that the was dead. the one that's an adaptation of a. Uh, it's like a two-part adaptation I, um, of a book. Yeah. I do love the idea that the psychopath next door has changed quite a bit. It was originally a comedy about a cyclist called The Cycle Path Next. <laughs> You've stolen that one from not going out, haven't you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, TV news, reviews and previews. Let's review stuff with Gary. Okay, yes, moving on. Uh, we've already done a whole podcast... Cycle Path, no. Uh, yeah, no, I got, I got it. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's because it was psychopath on Matt, the thing. we can't cut him off, can we, though? That's the problem. <laughs> no, it's, it's difficult. Um, if you're expecting us to talk about the excellent Luther that uh, started earlier this week on BBC One, uh, then I'm sorry, we're not going to talk about it. But heavens be praised, there's a whole podcast where we talk nothing but Luther that you can go and get from the website. I wasn't right? aware of that. Yeah. You didn't sound very with it when we were doing no, it. Was I on that one. It was late. Well, we couldn't tell if it was you or a voice double. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) It was somebody northern. (laughs) We just randomly picked someone Skype that sounded northern, so... Um, I haven't listened back to that. How tired do we sound? I'd be interested to know. I don't know. I've not listened to it yet. We sound absolutely... You weren't barely on it. I will then find out if I'm on it or not. Um, we're also not going to talk too much about The Returned. It's in its fourth week now, I think. Fourth week. Yeah fourth yeah. week you can certainly catch up with this it's still on 4OD you can still follow the uh, YouTube link that we gave out a while ago which I think is on the Facebook page 
Um, Ooh, quiet. Which is, which is legal. We, we know it's not been taken down, so it must be legal. Um, but uh, both happy to say that both Matt and myself are still watching that. Matt, for review purposes, me just for. Yeah, but I, I would be watching it either way. I think because it is That's really, fun. really, it's sort of really gripping. And I enjoyed this week's. We had like the twist about Victor. Yeah, we got a bit more of Victor. That his story is thirty years old, which was a great touch. I thought. Um, moving on, uh, the final series of Skins. Is this called Skins the Fire or something? Skins Fire. No Skins no. Fire. Um, Return to television this week. Uh, the original E4 Youth programming launch uh, that's now in its final series. Uh, you guys have watched this one, so do you want to take us on a little bit of a journey with this one? Do you well, Matt wrote an excellent review, which you can find on the on the on the website um, in the Custard TV review section. Uh, so I think you'll know how we felt about it. I have to say, Matt, unlike you, I'm not the biggest Skins fan in no, the world. No, I mean, I, I watched... I really enjoyed the first, you know, the first... Because they take it in cycles, didn't they? With the, They do two series with, like, eight or nine different characters. I really enjoyed the first run with the first two series. The second one had its moments. Uh, and the third one, I mean, I got through maybe a few of the episodes of that and gave up. So it just sort of... It went down. But I think it, I think the problem I have with Brian Elmsley, who's written this, and uh, Channel 4's Dates, which got a good reception, sometimes I think his scripts are just, they're full of profanity, and mm. arc at me, I'm not 65 yet, but I will be one day. I mean, he's quite, a, he's quite old though as well, isn't he? he that's is what it, I think he, he tries too hard to be son? He, I think that's what happened, isn't it? Skins was something that they thought they could watch together, like... Cause I that would be awkward for me, to watch that with my dad. Incredibly awkward. Um, of an but yes, relationship, so, obviously. Yeah, but the Skins Fire, which saw um, the characters we know from the first series, and some from the second, uh, ones that the followed... Mean, Effie uh, was in the first four series, she was the longest serving of the characters. And it brought Effie back. Now, Effie was actually one of my favourite characters. If I have a favourite Skins character, Effie probably was it, because I think Kaya, with the surname, um, <laughs> plays that character really well and is in, is very believable yeah. as that character, even though she's not a she war grew up with or likeable person. She? I mean, she was 14 when she started playing it. She's 21 now, 22. That's crazy, isn't it? But yeah, I and I kind of liked how it had grown up a bit, um, and there wasn't so much. It didn't feel too much like Skins. No, I, I would say it. that. I mean, it still had its its little touches, like when she went to the raves because she couldn't sleep and stuff like that. It still had, and I think, you know, it, but it doesn't have as many of the parties as many as the ra you know random sort of sex scenes as it used to have, or like drug taking. It's it, as you as we said. It's it's sort of grown up to an extent. Obviously, Effie now lives in the city uh, with uh, Lily Loveless's character Naomi, who's sort of struggling a little bit. And it's it was all about sort of two girls trying to grow up, trying to move to the big city, and and adjust, trying to adjust in their own way. And I think they sort of used the character of Effie, who was never the sort of the biggest speaker, to to good effect here. And she sort of towards the end, obviously you know, became a trader, which was sort of an unbelievable plot point and I found if anything, the the where the episode fell down was the bits in the city which just seemed like someone had watched like, you know, working lunch and had just written some stuff down. 
That's it was a, it was a it was a quick hour though for me. Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. And um, I, and I was interested enough to stay watching through the adverts and all that. Uh, and do you think and you'll stick with it? Yes. Yeah, I didn't realise they were going to be done in two parters. It's, t- it's, it's three like... two parters, isn't it? Each through yeah. on one of the a different <laughs> I, I, character. I noticed in some of the previews that um, face jacker or phone jacker. Um, yeah. yeah. Is, is involved, is it, is, thank you. Is is he? Is it a big role for him, or is this just a bit part? He's the it's, pl- big, he's it's a going boss. to be a big role, isn't it? I yeah, think, he's a, we well, he's like the smarmy boss, isn't it? Basically, I mean, it, they're all centred around the one character, so. These first two with uh, with Kaya and Afi, and I suppose because uh, Lily Loveless's character Naomi was in the run as well, but in this first one she was sort of almost a supporting character, wasn't she? I mean, Lauren Pulver from Sherlock was also in this first episode as well. It's worth mentioning as well that I think I enjoyed it because, as you say, Kaya Novak was really good, and mm. and Lara Pulver as well. So they had a good supporting and cast. Craig them. Roberts as well, I thought was good as the like the nerdy. Guy, oh, he really was—he was really good, and really Lily Loveless surprised yeah. me as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've—I I always like Lily Loveless's character. She was almost like the most stable one, which is interesting because they've turned her into this, you know, arty type who really doesn't know what to do with her life and is worried that her girlfriend's cheating on her in New York. And obviously, at the end, we found out she had uh, cancer. So, uh, but I felt that was sort of dropped in towards the end. I didn't really like that. The thing do, you, do you need to have had watched any of the previous I don't uh, think series so. to I don't enjoy think this? So. I don't think so. No? Okay, that's interesting. I dipped in and out of skins and I don't feel like mm. they touched I mean, on you didn't know, didn't know about. A, a, all that had happened to the character, but you knew enough, didn't you, I think? Yeah, I felt like I wasn't behind. I also think they missed a trick. I would have called it Skins Effie in the City if I was them. But then again, you know, <laughs> there's I had to go with one word, so, you know. I'll see what you did there. Uh, Moving on to a new ITV Saturday night uh, entertainment show, Your Face Sounds Familiar. Uh, This is, we previewed this a couple of weeks ago, where there's a bunch of celebrities that are randomly selected to sing famous songs and appear as famous singers. Uh, I believe in America this has a completely different name, Matt. Remind me of what the the American... Sing Your Face Off. Now, very dramatic. Sing your face off, and we've been saved in this country from a a barrament, uh, which is an official "how to ruin television" phrase. Uh, except we get um, we get take me out. I've forgotten his name. Paddy McGuinness. Paddy McGuinness. Paddy, Paddy, what is it with you and name? Oh, I don't know. Paddy McGuinness. <laughs> and then um, Alicia. The podcast, you were saying his name fine. <laughs> I know. It's, it's a momentary thing. And then Alicia Dixon off of. Um, Mystique, no, off of uh, the X Factor and uh, no, she wasn't the X Factor, was she? She's She's never done X Factor. She should. Ah, well, that now brings me on to Gary's amazing idea on how to improve television. Right, the ropey part of your face sounds familiar to me. Is that these celebrities, honestly, some of them cannot sing. Some of them can do the kind of like the mimicry. I imagine I haven't got to it, but I imagine Bobby Davro is quite good at miming. Davro's and... good. I mean, I like. I thought um, Armstrong. Have you got to him yet? No, and I, again, I would imagine as a comedian, he would be quite good at changing his his, his and, appearance. Um, Heather like the Standers had a good voice as well, but yeah. yeah. But here's my suggestion. Okay, this is what they could have done. There is now a wealth of previous. X Factor contestants, some of which have gone on to have careers, some of which have gone back to whatever it is they've gone right. to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but could they have not found five or six of them 
who actually could sing to come on and do this instead with the, not I mean, I know the idea of having celebrity means that, oh, you know, if I'm a fan of Heather Watson or if I'm a ha fan of Denise Lewis, I'll watch this pro It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Program. Who the but, hell was Heather Watson? Who's Heather Watson? Who's Heather Watson? She's the tennis player. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Wimbledon. Um, but wouldn't it be slightly a, a bit of a better show if you had people on it who could sing? I'm not suggesting Chico. Oridian. I'm suggesting more recent people. Like, you right. know, maybe... Me should be someone like that who can sing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think part of the thing though is seeing these celebrities dressed up as um, <sighs> as the as the singers, and I know it's it's naff and stuff, but I don't think people would watch it if if just you know X Factor stars are in it because you know they've sort of been and gone. That's the sort of lifespan of an X Factor star, and I know there's some sort of non-entities on this. I mean, I don't know who that Welsh fella was. Um, Matt on Johnson TV or something, isn't he? That's what I saw. Daybreak. But, I mean, I I thought, and I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna be in the minority here. I didn't enjoy it, but he's got his heart in the right place. I mean, come on, it's for charity, guys. Um, oh, I feel. So I've cool. never liked charity. Yeah. But although, although old uh, Heather uh, Cheryl Ferguson did unfortunately uh, have a charity. Her charity was called Chips, so she was pay playing for uh, ten thousand pounds for chips. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite ironic. Yeah. Can I just say my viewpoint on shows like this? I think shows no. like this, charity or not, scraping the barrel. And I actually didn't watch it, not because I knew I knew it'd be terrible, and I I I should have watched it really as somebody yeah. to talk about it. But actually, I felt like I didn't. It was such a bad idea and just mm. scraping the battle so much that I didn't want to watch it because I didn't want to contribute in any way to doing things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they big. The big, uh, the big USP of this is that sort of randomizer thing, which they use at the end. So, but how you, long you, can that be interesting you can, for people? Well, basically, what they do, they all sing, they find out who's won, blah 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 blah, and then the end of the show is finding out who they'll be next week. So oh, man! Obviously, it's trying to entice you in to see uh, Denise Lewis singing as Lanny Kravitz or. Um, Alexander Armstrong playing Johnny Rotten. I are, don't, you uh, gonna, are you going to go my way is what she should be saying. No? Okay. Classic. Moving on reference. there. Moving on. Uh, recently a new series of Undercover Boss started. Have either of you seen that? Yes. Yes. 
Then what we'll I want to say about Undercover Boss before about we get started about it, this is now the fifth series of Undercover Boss. It began on Channel 4 in 2009. It's proved popular. It spawned um, remakes in Australia and America, to name but two. Canada. My question is, much like The Secret Millionaire, how long yeah. can the Undercover Boss continue for before people get suspicious of odd folk turning up in dodgy wigs at their workplace with a camera crew going, I'm just here to see what your do, life's do, like. Do. Carry on, everybody. <laughs> I mean, they, it's he, perfectly he, normal. Up, he did actually get rumbled in this episode, didn't he? Uh, that, that's, I, think, I think now, to be fair... That's what you watch Undercover Boss for. Mm. You want them to. You want to see whether they're going to. Well, that's get... why. That's why there's a lot of foreigners on it now, isn't? A lot of foreigners, if they, you know, they go around with yeah. because they don't really w- watch a lot of telly. Mm. Unless there's an Undercover Boss. Was there a sp- was it a Spanish dude or a Brazilian dude we'll get, at the we'll end? Get Channel Four, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. There was one. I just wait for the Undercover Boss Virgin Edition where Richard Brunson turns up. Well, they did as... one with. Um... Oh, what was it now? Was it Anne Summers, Jacqueline Gold? Yes, I remember she, that one quite she clearly. She sent her sister around because she know she knows that yeah. she'd be too. I mean, I I still I still think the format works, and I still think it's a relevant show. Yeah, but I mean the that's concept... the problem, I suppose, is that if the format works, why should you let a little minor detail like you know that people will pick it up really get in its way? You know, shouldn't because they be of able the to? The fact that people could pick it up could take away from the realism yeah. of it. And I mean, it's I mean, not... you know. As dramatic as the, uh, I don't know if either of you have seen the American one. Oh, that, I have. That's oh, so yeah. dramatic, isn't it? Have you seen the Hooters one? No, no, but I'm going to. No, but I'm going to download it. I'll be Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you after. I won't. I won't spoil <laughs> airtime telling you what happens. But it, there's a great <laughs> bit when he tracks one of the bosses of one of his Hooters chains. I'll be doing that next. <laughs> but yeah, this was uh, D. Actually, this was around my way because they did. They he followed someone in Stoke, didn't he? In this, oh, uh, it's not, it's yeah. not available on four OD. He was compl- <laughs> he was complaining about um, how they were getting paid uh, less than the people in Telford, wasn't he? The guy in Stoke. I, I st- I still enjoy it, and I still think they they it covers some interesting issues. I think the people are always likable. Yeah, I think they this. pick the, they don't pick those people at random, do they? They're like no people who've got sick relatives, back problems, or you know haven't got a full job, you know, on full time with the company and want more hours. Those are the, the kind of people that they always go with. I thought actually it was a bit, you know, that woman who we worked with on the helpline. Oh, yeah, yeah. doing your job very well. Go to America. <laughs> yeah, we need you there. Yeah, we'll that was a little bit. United States. That was a bit. Also, I I can confirm go on. the undercover boss USA episode with Hooters is on YouTube. Oh, we'll classic. post the link in the Facebook group when we can. We will. Also, <laughs> it's worth mentioning that I'm still a little bit sceptical about the bit, and I wish they'd just cut it out of the program where they take the employees that have impressed him to head office. Oh yeah. Because why is that there a camera me. in the car? That's always what gets me. Yeah. Why is there a camera in the car? And why do they always say, oh, I haven't done anything wrong. Why am I going fired. to... Uh-huh. Yeah. I think no. they take those after they've seen the undercover boss, you know. They have to. I but think they take those last. But much like the shots of 
the candidates in The Apprentice waiting in the boardroom until Alan Sugar calls them in. It's For me, it's just completely... We know the format so well. Take that bit out, show them at the office, show them... But the thing is, know, is that that's, that's, that's a staple of Channel 4. I mean, you know, we're still, we're still in what episode series 90 of Come Dime With Me. They don't like killing off things that they... I mean, they killed off Y-Swap and they no, killed off My Big Fat Gypsy Wedding... Luke's so, point is just that bit of the show, just the bit. Not, not the whole show. Oh, just no, but I just think that they, they like that formula view, don't they? Channel Four. I think it they like come down with me slightly in terms of you know they try yeah. to make it a bit more exciting now. You know, make them jump over. Five. But they get a lot of money. I mean, they've sold those some of those formats. I mean, Undercover Boss. I don't know whether we had it first or they, the Americans did. We had it first. So this is, I mean, and that was the same as Wife Swap, wasn't it? That this was a format that was come sold. Come dine with me has gone. Come dine with me as well. So Channel Four are, you know, are quite lucrative and therefore want to hang on to their things like that. Moving on, uh, on to uh, a Sky One comedy called Starlings that returned this week. I think it was the second series or the third series. Second series. Two, second yes. series. Um, Matt, can you tell us a little bit about this one? This is I one that I've, that's passed me by a little bit. I can indeed, Gary. Uh, Starlings uh, stars um, Brendan Coyle from Downton Abbey and Leslie Sharp from Scott and Bailey. It started yep. last year as a Sunday night um, series. I think it was on at 8 o'clock on Sunday my, night. My parents watched this, mm. and it was. they said it was a nice, gentle Sunday yeah, night. Yeah, I Sunday really enjoyed drama. it. Everybody and now it's... I don't, one of the things I'm not sure about is the fact that they've moved it to Tuesday nights. I think Sunday night was mm. the perfect place for this. It's still good. Basically, it follows a Derbyshire family uh, go, going through their sort of everyday lives. This series sees um, uh, Leslie Sharp, who plays the mum, Jan. She's going to college now to, to learn to be a writer, and it seems that it might sort of se- not separate her and her husband, but, you know, make their get them a bit more distant from each other. He's still working as a builder with their younger daughter, who uh, in this first episode suffered a foot injury, and she's a, an aspiring goalkeeper. Um, and it's written by uh, Matt King, who you'll probably know best as Superhands from Peep Show, and uh, Steve Edge, who was um, in Phoenix Nights as the keyboard player. Both of them uh, star in it as well, and they tend to always have the like sort of comedy, the more comic plotline of the sort of comedy drama. But I, I really enjoy it. It's it's very gentle, but all the characters are very likeable. Um, and I think, even though some of the situations occasionally are quite hard to believe, the characters are always quite believable, and I think the family yeah. units. And the, I mean, and the setting's nice to look at as well. It's all set in Derbyshire, you know, lots of rambling fields and stuff like that. And, yeah. I, 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 as I say, I, I think I watched a few of the first series because it was on in the house, and mm-hmm. yeah, th- there was nothing offensive about it. And I agree with you. I'm not sure why you moved this to another night, but mm-hmm. we'll have to see I, whether whether the ratings in any way, when any way, view about it. Uh, yes, uh, I'll, I'll defer the microphone to uh, Mr. Custard. I didn't know we were sharing mics. No, uh, <laughs> it was mic. my... I wonder whether <laughs> he's the producer wonder... that you've never met. I wonder whether it's another attempt, I mean we said at the top about Stuart Murphy wanting to branch out to their own dramas, traditionally if you look at the schedules Tuesday night is a big night for BBC drama, Mad Dogs this was on against Luther so maybe it's just a but it is a completely different audience I know Luke you watched a little bit of this series, do you not think Sunday Night at 8 was the perfect place? Almost definitely, it has Sunday nights <laughs> just calm. It's very, in. very gentle, and it's, it's it reminds me of sort of stuff that used to be on BBC, like you know, Ballykiss Angel. Yeah. 
It's like where the heart is. Where the heart is, Monica the Glen, anything like that. But I really, I think it, and I know you think, I don't know what was your issue with it. Was it a bit twee for well, you? My, my issue with it, and, and don't get me wrong, I think gentler dramas like Frankie, which I really enjoyed recently and no one else saw, they have their place. And definitely at 8 o'clock on a Sunday is that is that place. I think perhaps it was a little bit too gentle for me, never quite got going. I, Leslie Sharp is one of my favourite actresses and I just wanted a bit more. I mean, I think they are trying to give it a bit more edge this time. I mean, as I say, the, the marriage isn't as solid this time around. And obviously the, the youngest child having this foot injury is obviously going to play into a more sort of dramatic plot line. Uh, but yeah, I, I just that's the my issue is them sort of moving it. I didn't think it needs. I also think, and this is terrible of me to say because Mad Dogs is really good, but I also think it's going to take a while, not just for me, but for everybody who's into their drama, mm. to take Sky drama. Yeah, Sky is sort yeah, of original programming, uh, mm. just in general. Yeah. Isn't it? I mean. Yeah. This uh, Starlings came around at the same time as like Mount Pleasant and and uh, I I the cafe and things like that, wasn't it? As well? I love the cafe. I hated Mount Pleasant, and I. Trolley really seems to keep going though. I mean, they, I they, like Trolley as well. I'll stick up. It's trolley. just for you. They're still doing it, Matt. No that's one right. else is watching. In fact, actually, it's on the this, Matt my channel, fact, so. all all that's one of the shows we'll all sit down to watch together in this family. Is is uh, well, is Trolley? And yeah. all of you have only ever seen the first one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> moving uh, on look, from we're, the, we're running out of time. I was going to say yes. I've got. I, I, I'm moving us on. I'm moving us on. Uh, I'm going to hand over the uh, the the baton to uh, to Matt to talk. Hello. about. God, I didn't know we had a mic and I didn't know we had a baton. Right. You're out of touch. Assuming we're coming back on Tuesday, we've just got. We. I'm just going to run these from tonight to Monday. These are the previews of things that are coming up. Uh, between now and next Tuesday, so n tomorrow night. Oh no, tonight even. Right, in Thursday. Less than, less than uh, Scandal, which is a uh, American uh, political drama, starring. I, I should say that I've seen the whole of series one, which doesn't say much because it was only seven episodes in the last week, and I can't believe I've missed out on such a good show. Mm. Very very quickly, while we're talking about this guy, and I do mean very very quickly because I yes. don't want to step over Matt's time. Why do you think it is that you gravitate so much towards political themed shows? Oh, because I've got a big interest in American politics. I prefer it to UK politics. I'm a big West Wing fan. We know that. Take a drink. No. Uh, we should I, do a podcast I, where you discuss the West Wing. I, we should, oh, I'd love that. Uh, <laughs> could we, please? Uh, sulking for 40 I, 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 I could do like a whole seven series catch up. i tell you what. You yep. can do it after this podcast. We oh, won't okay. be here, but you can yeah. do it. <laughs> there won't be anyone listening. But... <laughs> so that's on tonight on More For at 9 o'clock. Um, it's obviously replacing The Good Wife as part of the US lineup that they seem to have and on. Nashville. Nashville. Nashville was on at 10, though, wasn't it? No, Nashville was on at 10. was on at 10. But the whole kind yeah. of block of America. Okay. Um, moving on tomorrow night, uh, BBC One are repeating uh, the second series of Sherlock um, the next three Fridays at 9 o'clock. Uh, starting with the is it Scandal in Belgravia, if memory serves. Yes, yeah, yeah. with the woman, as Gary says. The aforementioned Lara Pulver. Lara Pulver, yes, who was in Skins as well. Uh, so yeah, that obviously uh, most of us have seen it, but if you haven't seen it, it's a good chance to catch up. Uh, BBC obviously moving into repeats. Is, uh, this, a, is this a sign that Series One is coming sooner than we think? Series three. Series three. You're doing a Gary no, now. I I think oh this God. is just a sign that they 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 haven't got enough to put on the television. Mm. At the 
Yeah, I mean, they always they consistently do summer repeats, don't they? And I know Series yeah. 1 has been repeated on, on BBC Three recently. And I think because they've got this time, and Sherlock obviously has been such a success, and there are people who still haven't seen it, who want to see it, obviously, because it's been a word-of-mouth sort of thing. And I think it's good that they're putting it on the, on the telly. So there you go. Uh, if you haven't seen it, or you just want to watch it again... Uh, tomorrow night at nine, uh, Dexter, something uh, me and Luke have never really watched past the first episode, uh, finishes the, the final series, starts on Sunday at nine on FX. Gary, is there anything you want to talk about on this? Lisa? Uh, no, well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a series behind. I've only okay. just finished series six recently. So I won't spoil it for you. Uh, don't, don't spoil it for us. <laughs> but to, to me, I, I, I'm kind of glad that this is coming to an end. This is a great series. Um, about a about a serial killer who also works as a blood pass, blood spatter expert uh, in America, and um, I I think it's one of the, one of, one of the better TV shows in a long time that I've seen. We will never get to talk about Dexter really again because it's finishing. I started it because I thought the premise was interesting, and despite my somewhat disinterest in US drama, if this was a UK premise, I would. I'd be interested in it, so I thought if it's a US premise, mm. I'd be interested in it too. And I think I would be, apart from the fact that the voiceover drives me around the bend. Well, Why well, do we have to hear his every waking thought? He's so irritating. And I yeah. just can't imagine how people have got to eight series and not found that a complete... Not irritating. killed him. Yeah, exactly. Well, because 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 of the way he does things, because of the character he is, uh, you get to. It's quite good because he is he is leading a double life. In real life, you know, he, yeah, he doesn't know. talk. So, and the whole thing about the whole premise of the show is that there's no one he can talk to. So he talks to the, the inner monologue is him talking to himself. Well, a bit Reed like you talk to the animals. But, yeah, uh, like you after we end this phone call. Yeah. Um, moving on to Monday, uh, 8.30 on BBC Two, a rare sitcom uh, airing before the watershed, Count Arthur Strong, which is, I believe, come from the radio, and this is written by Graham Linnan of uh, Father Ted Knighty, crowd fame and stars uh, Rory Kinnear, who has been uh, strongly rumoured as the next Doctor Who. Uh, anyone got anything? Based on a Radio 4 series, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that what I said? Did you? I don't know, I may have zoned out. Oh, okay. Uh, I just think this looks awful from the trailers I've, I've seen. I've not seen anything I've about seen. this, you see, and it's not been I've on... seen the clips on the BBC the comedy site, and I've there. seen the trailers. It just doesn't look like... Give it, I will give it a go, it. but yeah... Oh, so I, will I, but it doesn't look I've good been, in the end. Well, I don't think they're really supporting it if they're putting it on, as we said, you know, 8.30 BBC 2. 8.30 worries me a bit. What is that yeah. going to be like? Miranda started at 8.30 on... <laughs> Didn't it? Go. I rest Don't wake my the beast case. again. Don't wake the beast again. Miranda! <laughs> and uh, finishing it off here, the uh, the final five, the final five of our five uh, previews is the final five. Uh, the Apprentice, oh, the final. Oh, five. oh. Do you should do this every Tuesday, Matt. <laughs> uh, Monday, BBC One, nine o'clock. As we know. Um, Luke has yet to see the Apprentice, uh, so no, won't spoil who's in the Once final I've... five. It uh, was my plan to watch it next, but now I've got to watch Undercover Boss of Hooters, so I'm, yes. <laughs> I'm watching it an hour later. Basically, this show, it, it, this doesn't really usually air on the 9 o'clock prime time, does it? It's usually on after after the news, it's usually on after well, yeah, why, why I fired them is on after, after Oh, okay, time. is Final 5 normally on prime time, then? So, um, Final 5 is normally prime time. Okay. Not normally Monday, though, which is... No. Oh, we'll, we'll, we will get it, to see a little bit more of of each of these their businesses prior to um, 
uh, starting on The Apprentice. But let's just see how much of Louisa's past they uh, delve into. I quite yeah. like these shows because every time I've seen them, it's they do if they if if they're done well, they do sort of change my perception of people. If, if I can just say as well, and I, I I promise not to spoil anything for Luke. What's interesting is the amount of 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 of, of scrutiny the actual business plans have started Ooh. to get. Particularly in last night's boardroom, um, which was which was hilarious viewing as well, real cringeworthy moments. And I, found... um, and I think it's interesting, and I think the final five will delve into, as you say, their background and what their their business idea will be. Just a little story to end here. I um, was doing writing my review of The Apprentice yesterday, and uh, need to find a picture of Louisa for the for the article because she was the project oh, yeah. manager yesterday. Googled Louisa. Some interesting pictures came up on Google Images. Let's just leave it there. <laughs> how, how, um, how do you spell her God. name? Louisa. <laughs> I'm never going to be out. I'm never going to be out this room tonight, Matt. What are you doing to me? And uh, also, um, I found uh, fact I found out about Miles this week that he his daughter oh, is at, is actually with the um, the uh, sister of Eddie Jordan. So there you go. That's his his daughter. Oh wow. There you go. Little fact I've there, seen, and I'll hand you back to. She, uh, um, she's certainly out there, isn't she? <laughs> she is. Wow. Yeah. That's Happy uh, Christmas. Um, <laughs> live, live porn here on the. On the yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've already uh, endorsed tutors. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, Gary is now blind. <laughs> there's a shot, okay. There's a um, shot in a taxi that would make me use cabs more often. I'll tell you that. No wonder Angela was scared to fire her. Yeah, that taxi driver would have had an she awkward could, journey home. She'll probably be the first apprentice person who's been if, fired if the photo shoot the nuts. If or if next week on the interview show, a sort of flicker of recognition flies over Claude Littner's face, then we'll know where he's seen it. Well, before. that's. Really I also, I also, we should also mention just while we've got a tiny bit of time that the the official lady of the apprentice margaret manford yeah. ah, is yes. coming back and i always and, and no, she will be on uh, twice next week she'll be on two nights in a row because isn't there uh, Nick and margaret's benefit yeah. office program coming the, on um, pay, taking benefits or yeah. something take like that yeah so we'll, we'll talk a bit more about that when it comes around uh, for, benefits. All the, That's it. for all the latest tv news and reviews and all the rest of it um, you can Get it all at thecustardtv.com. You can download this podcast from there as well. You can subscribe to it on iTunes. You can get it on Spreaker. You can like our Facebook page. Yes, please really like our Facebook page. Yes, Facebook.com slash thecustardtv. There you go. Tell and you can also, <laughs> also catch up with us on our newest form of 38 likes. We'd like 50 by the end of the week, please. 40? Yeah. Come on. Realism. You've but lost the, the the Z-Box page is also up where you can join our TV room. Wasn't he one of the Apprentice candidates? Who's Z-Box? Yeah. I think he was. Oh, on. no, doesn't, um, doesn't the ba- the brand, Stuart Bags do a, um, a, a Z-Box Twitter feed every week during the, um, during the Apprentice? Yes, he does. I've, he does I've, it on I've, Tuesdays. I've conversed with the him. The Apprentice is on Wednesdays. No, is but he does a Z-Box thing on Wednesdays with it. Oh, OK, so. you said Tuesday. Okay, well that's it. Just finished and the argument. Now, it started it's time. So, if you want to get in touch with any of us on Twitter, I'm going to say all our Twitter names because it's my Independence Day. At Luke Buster TV for me, Gary is at the Gary Show, and Matt 
is at Matt's TV Bites with an enormous amount of T's that he doesn't even bother to use. Um, we'll be back on Tuesday with another edition of this, the Custom TV Podcast. Thank you as always, you two. Thanks, Luke. Good day. Bazai. Getting ready for Australia Day. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.